Thank you for supporting my podcast. This is Carney Dwayne Palmer or Carney D. Palmer, whichever you prefer. And I'm just sitting here chilling on a Friday afternoon. It is about five o'clock, and do you know where your child is? I just saw said that just to say that I have a very special episode. Like I said, my stories of Mississippi. This is a story of Mississippi. One of the times that I had for being down in Mississippi. I would like to say in advance that the language that I use in this episode or any other episodes that I use is not directed at any particular person. I don't name drop. I don't say too many names unless I'm giving a shout out like the last episode where I gave out shout outs. But this particular episode, I just feel like just talking. It's just a story about the time that I was in Mississippi. And to recap, if you if you missed the first two episodes, the one is uh, Mississippi Part One, and then the, uh, the second one is Mississippi Chicken Shit. Uh, that's Part Two, and then uh, this other one would be Mississippi. Uh, I would say, I would call this one my favorite basketball player. All right, well, we're going to pause for a hot second, and then I will be right back with you. Okay, I'm back. Now, this particular episode... And, it, you know, like I said, to recap and to let you know about um, all my other episodes of, um, of Mississippi. Um, I don't know how many episodes that I want to tell, but if you missed the first two, like I said, you feel welcome to go back and listen to them because it's a pretty good episode. Pretty good story. Anyhow, uh, first time I've ever been down to Mississippi. I went to school down in Mississippi. And this one particular time, okay, I just so happened to be walking across campus. And there was this one young lady that I see all the time walking towards. You know, I was always walking um, through the quad. And then if, you're, if anybody is familiar with uh, ECCC, campus, which is uh, East, East Central Community College in, um, in um, Decatur, Mississippi, which is like 65, well, it's right outside of Jackson, Mississippi, between, it's actually between uh, Jackson, Jackson and Meridian, well, Jackson, Meridian, uh, Newton, Forest, uh, in that area right there. Um, and I just wanted to just say that the time that I was walking across campus, I just so happened to be walking across the quad, uh, going towards the, 
it's like going going towards the the, the cafeteria. And I saw this short hair, tall, like caramel complected young lady. And I always thought she was a bit tomboyish. And at the the guys that were in my dorm asked, who who was she? You know, and they said, well, that's Monica. I mean, ooh, oops, 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 oops. Wasn't supposed to say her name, but all right. Well, they said that, you know, who, they, who it was. So, and I was like, wow, you know, I just thought she was cute. And I didn't think nothing of it. But, but um, I had my eyes, to tell you the truth, I had my eyes on this other girl. And I could never say her first name, but she was running, which since... Then I was a freshman, a uh, 24-year-old freshman, if you can believe it, um, non-traditional student, which is an older student. And I was, um, I had to keep in mind that everybody on that campus were, weren't 24, and that half of these people were out of high just out of high school, um, either just out of high school or fresh out of, or just just going to school, you know, going going back to school after being out for for a little while, you know, like for a year or two. Um, the majority of the people that I had met, they were either out for a year or two, and or just was going back, you know, went out. You know, left school, go back to school, left school, go out, go back to school, that sort of thing. So, and then the other half were um, football players that were recruited from other parts of Mississippi. I think one guy, um, a homeboy that that uh, I met up with, um, Antonio. And to this day, I wish I could figure out where he is so I can holler at him. Uh, last time I heard, he was either back in North Carolina. He either stayed in North Carolina or South Carolina. And he was down there for football. And I guess he didn't make the team or something. I don't know, but... No, anyway, that's a different story. That's that's another story, I guess. So I would see her from time to time. And I've always seen her driving around in this black with gold striping Mazda 323. It was a Mazda 323, I believe. I don't know, but for, um, I guess her father got it. And I think she stayed in Arkansas, some part of Arkansas, Bronzeville, Arkansas, or I don't know. But I couldn't really tell you right offhand, but she had stayed in Arkansas, and I guess she got recruited. And it was like her second year there. And so, I would see her everywhere. I 
mean, this girl would be in just like almost like somebody had tattooed her face into my, you know, my head. So the one girl, but, you know, I wasn't really thinking about talking to her, but I was talking to this, I was trying to talk to this other girl that was in the band. She was a cute little girl. Um, I would say she was probably 18 or something. And I didn't, I could, like I said, I could not pronounce her first name. And if, and if you was to ask me what her first name was or is, I couldn't even tell you. I could not even tell you. For the life of me, I did not know this girl's first name. Well, I could not pronounce it. Instead of me asking her how to pronounce her first name, I just called her by her last name was Miss Smith. And I was like, yeah, you know, hey, Miss Smith. And I would be talking to her. And I think the first time I talked to her, and I was just, you know, she was running for, um, like class president or something like that. And I told her that I get her vote. And, you know, when she was hanging up her pictures and I was talking to her and everything, she had a sweet little, sweet little voice and everything like that. But stupid me. Well, now, no, 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 not stupid me. You know what? As a matter of fact, thinking about it, her homegirl was in the band, but she wasn't. So, she, you know, I wasn't the one, you know, since I felt that I was a little older than everybody else and my main goal was to be down there to do something, to make something of myself instead of trying to run around and hunt for, um, you know, the, the hunt for booty, actually, I would say that. I would say that instead of me being down there hunting for booty, that's what I was. My main concern was, you know, getting that two-year degree and then going on, going on to school. So that was my goal. So, but you know, in the course of a lifetime, you know, you go cruising, you're not looking for nothing, and all of a sudden, something falls into you. You know, falls into your 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 um falls right in front of you, as you just say. But anyway, so I thought maybe I could probably try to cultivate a relationship with her, but it didn't, it was like, don't go. And what I said, all of that to say that I what the dudes would do in my dorm was they would spend their time over in the, the girls' dorms. And I guess it was like a area that they could be in. So what I did was I wasn't, I avoided all of that and I stayed to myself. So, you know, I, I went back to my room because I was always known as the, the dude from from Flint, Michigan, and and the uh, you know and, you know the the dean even made a put a background check did a background check on me 
to make sure that I wasn't running from something. Like I didn't have a criminal past or anything like that. So which I thought was kind of tripped out. I thought that was kind of tripped out when he told me that. And I, I kind of laughed and I was like, no, no, I'm not trying to run for anything. I'm not trying to run. You know, I don't have no kind of felonies or anything like that. So I guess he already knew that because he had ran my, you know, he ran, ran my, uh, <laughs> he had already did a background check on me. And plus he didn't think I went to the school there. So, and I found that out. Um, uh, I'll get to that in a moment, but wasn't one to go over there to dorm, girls' dorms or anything like that to hang out because, you know, like I said, in my mind, you know, I'm 24 and everybody else is 18, 19, or, you know, whatever age that they were, but she was 19. So I did not think, you know, it was her second year there. So I would hear things about her and I would always see her around, around the parking lot, around the school, driving around. And then, um, and then my roommate, um, Lonzo, Alonzo was my roommate. And I would ask, ask him about her, and he was like, man, she, she plays basketball, she plays basketball. I was like, well, for somebody to play basketball, she sure do got some long legs. So I was just, I was just saying that she had long legs and everything, and that she had nice legs. You know, they were thick and everything like that. So they were sitting up here just talking about, you know, they were talking about what well, she does this and she's she's a ball, you know, good basketball player. And she she scored a lot of points and everything. And they were just telling me a little bit about her. And I was like, oh, OK, well, you know, didn't think much of it. Didn't think much of it at all. So this one particular moment they had um something that they had like a dance. And it was like, I guess it was all over the school or certain parts of the school. It was in the rec center and then, uh, or the rec center and the gym. And the dance was, I guess, was in the cafeteria and all of that was open. So I found out from the dean, the dean had saw me and he had asked me, you know, he thought that I was just on campus just to be on campus. And then he asked me for my ID. And I said, yeah, sure. Here. And I showed him my school ID and everything. And he was like, oh, okay. He said, my fault. And I'm sorry and apologized and kept on going. But, you know, like I said, I found later on that he did a, well, that, that could be the next episode or something. I'll probably do the next ex episode after this episode. But anyway, um, I'm at the dance and I'm sitting up there just dancing, you know, just watching. And I was trying to dance with old girl, but for some odd reason, I don't know what it was, but prior to that dance, they had a football game, and the the team, our football team, weren't they weren't that good. Um, 
weren't the smartest. I don't think they were the smartest, um, you know. And I have I have seen football players. You know, I was thinking, you know, football players from my, you know, from 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 my high school, they weren't the sharp. You know, a lot of them weren't the sharpest. You know, they weren't the sharpest things on on you know sharpest things walking, but. I mean, they had some kind of common sense because you know you could always tell the demo- the different demographics of of people, or you could always tell the the, the differences between um, the North and the South. So, yeah, I had to understand that the guys that were from down south were, you know, some of them came off the farm. You know, not not trying to put them down or anything. Not saying that's a bad thing, but a lot of them came off the farm. I was talking to one one particular person, and he was saying, "Yeah," he said, "Um, he said, yeah, I um came straight from the farm to go here and and everything." And a lot of a lot of football players weren't from Mississippi, or they were from either they were from Mississippi, and they stayed on campus. A lot of them were from like Alabama, and like I said, my my own boy from South Carolina. I think it was South Carolina. Whichever one has Columbus, South Carolina. He was from Columbus, so I don't know if it's Columbus, South Carolina, or Columbus, North Carolina. I don't know which one for sure, but I think it's uh, South Carolina. But I wish I can um, catch up with him now to see what he was up to. But you know that's. That's a different story. But anyway, I'm sitting up here trying to talk to her after a football game. And I was trying to trying to talk to her. And I was walking behind her and I called her name. And I was walking up behind her and I was trying to walk with her and try to see what was going on. But she just acted like I wasn't even there. So I'm like, you know what? Forget you then. I didn't say anything. I said, all righty then. So went back to my dorm and room and everything like that. Okay, flash forward from that, back to the dance. So I go to the dance. You know, I'm looking pretty generic. You know, I wasn't, you know, like I said, I'm the oldest person up in there. And so everybody dancing and everything like that. And and then um, also I look up and I see... This this um, I see, you know, I see um, the girl I was talking about, the basketball player, and she reaches. It was like almost like she reaches her hand out, and I see this hand come up towards me, and then uh, pulls me. She pulls me to the floor and dancing. And we danced, and we danced, and we danced, and we danced. And I got to talk to her for a little while, and was talking to her and asking her where she was from. She was telling me, and we were talking and everything. And I was like, oh, she's a sweetheart, you know. It wasn't really, you know, I always thought she was a hard case and everything like that. So we had talked and talked and talked. And she was like, well, you know, we found out that she stays on campus and you know she asked me where I was from and I told her 
And then, you know, it was like I kind of built up my reputation for um, <laughs> kind of built up a reputation. And I didn't even know I had a reputation. And it was like, yeah, you know, I told her my name and I told her my name and um, and I told her where I was from. Because everybody said, you talk funny, you talk with an accent. I was like, well, I just talk like I'm from the North, I guess. And I was like, well, I'm from the North, so what else What else can I do? You know? Yeah, what else can I do? So, <laughs> so what I did was I... I was talking to her for a while and everything. And then she found out that I stayed on campus during during um, the weekend. So I was like, okay, all right. And I told her, I said, well, one of these days, you know, when you you stand on campus, you know, why don't you just come by my dorms? And I was in dorm five. I was like, well, come by dorm five and, and, um, you know, I'm always here on the weekends and everything. I don't go home. And I thought maybe she went home, but she didn't. So I was like, okay, well, all right. All right. Just, I was like, well, just let me know, you know, if you ever want to hang out or anything like that. So, you know, I'm, I'm always on campus. So I told her that, but. So I was like, okay, I told her that, that I would be on campus all the time. And I didn't know that, that there was a lot of other people that was on campus until um, after Labor Day. And I'm kind of skipping around a little bit because there's also other other things that, you know, other, other, um, other um, stuff that I have to include. I'm just jumping around a little bit. So, um, you know, I'm I'm doing the best stories for first and all the other stories for last, I guess you could just say that. So, all right. So, to, to really, okay. So what it was was we... They had this little policy on campus that girls couldn't be in the guys' dorm room and guys couldn't be in the girls' dorm room. If they were, $50 fine for the boy and the girl. So that was the rules on campus. That was the rules. So... Anywhere that, like common areas to where they had the TV, they, they had the TV room over on the door on the guys' part, and and the majority of everybody was either they either had TVs in their own room or they had t you know either went to the TV room, but you know majority of the time. On the weekends, I would either stay, I would either go to TV room and watch TV 
And I kind of had to kind of had to uh, I'm going to call it I think my boy Wayne I kind of had to kind of break in to the TV room if I ever wanted to watch TV so but um, it was alright it was all well and good you know you just you know, climb through the window and they would usually rock up the TV room on the weekend, which I didn't think. Okay, you're okay. All right, I just got a message from um, your only one, only young ones. This is thank you for new. I'm new to the Facebook page, so I'm still figuring it out. Okay. Okay, all right. Should I say recording right now? But all right, huh? Okay, okay. Um, getting off a little track here. So I was spending time in a TV room, as I do every every weekend. So this one particular time, I just so happened to be in a TV room, and I was just sitting there watching TV, and this this guy comes in. He says, "Hey, um, are you that fella from? Are you that fella from Flint?" I was like, "Yeah, yes, I am." So yeah, uh, there's a young lady that's out here wants to talk to you in a black car. And I was like, "Really?" So I walk outside, and it's her. And I was like, "Hey, you know," she was like, "Hey." Um, she was like, so what are you, she was like, what are you doing? Said, what are you doing later on? I was like, nothing. I'm, I'm, you know, nothing. Just, just hanging out. Don't have anything to do. So she was like, well, I'm gonna come get you a little bit later on, or something like that. Or no, well, it was was okay. It was a day before the weekend. So she was like, well. I can, um, she was like, are you staying on campus this weekend? I was like, yeah, I'm on campus, you know, basically every weekend because I, I can't afford to to go back home, you know. I said, once I'm here, I'm here. And she was like, okay, so, well, she was like, well, um, why don't we, she was like, well, why, why don't later on, if you, no, she was like, if you're not doing anything this weekend, you want to hang out? I was like, yeah, sure. So, so later on that night, you know, she came, well, later on that week, well, that weekend, she had, she had came over and we, you know, sat in her car and we were talking and the next thing you know, we were, um, we went for a little, we just went, went out for a little while. It wasn't nothing spectacular because, for one, we were, uh, I was broke. I think I like had my last bit of, last bit of money that I had, um, last bit of money that I had, and, 
I was um I was hoping that we weren't going somewhere to eat or anything like that. But um we wound up just sitting in her car talking and, and you know and doing amongst other things, which wasn't really too serious. We went to a spot that was off campus and it wasn't really too far from campus, but couldn't really uh, give you the most of the details. It's going to leave it PG because it wasn't really rated R or rated X. It was just probably in between that. I don't know if there's anything in between that. I guess M, MA something, something, something. I don't know. Or it wasn't really. It was like mature audience only or something like that. So it was like MA, I guess. I don't know. But it wasn't like it was that we actually had sex. If anything, it was kind of one-sided and it was not um, anything that was too serious as far as, um, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. We didn't really have sex. We probably made out. There we go. We made out. We made out. Okay. So, you know, I wound up, um, at, at the course of uh, everything, I had a, a sweatsuit, and, and she said she was cold, so I gave her my jacket, and then um, somehow my class ring, she got on my finger, had, had on her finger and everything. So, we, um, so after all of that, you know, for a while, we were going around and around and stuff, and we were, like, together, I guess, until one particular day, she comes up to me, and she was like, well, she sees, I guess she sees me in the, um, she saw me in the, in the, um, in the gym area, which they had like um, pool tables or rec center, I guess that's what you could call it. So she saw me in the rec center. She has a jacket on. She comes up with the jacket. She gives me the jacket, and, and I'm like, you know, I put it on. She said, "Ooh, here's your jacket." So I didn't know what was going on. So. You know, I was talking to her for a little while. They had to put the jacket on, so I was like, okay, well, I didn't stay too long in the rec center, and I kind of reached in the pocket, and it was like a note in the pocket. So as I'm walking back towards the dorm, I, I was like, well, I got some homework to do, blah, 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 so I'm going to go back to the dorm. And I was like, okay. So she was like, all right, okay. So when she gave me back her my jacket, like I said, there was a note in my pocket. So I didn't feel it until I got halfway to um, halfway to my dorm, and it read like, it "said Dear Carney," you know. I I don't know for some odd reason they always can't say my name correctly. Okay, 
It's coming up to the 30-minute mark, so I might have to do a part two of this one, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it'll let me run a little bit farther than that. I don't know for sure. I haven't really gotten up to this far. But if we do, I'll probably have <laughs> Wow, I'm back. I didn't know after 30 minutes it cuts off. Wow, I did not know that. I guess I know everything. You learn everything. <laughs> like I said, live, live life, life learn, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Or life, love, or love, life, or something. I don't know. But anyhow, I guess I was a little long-winded. I guess that's Anchor's way of showing me that I was uh, taking up too much time. And, you know, I have to wrap this stuff up. But anyway, okay, going back to my dorm room thing. Going back towards the dorm room, I read the note, and as soon as I got back to the to my dorm, I sat down, I read it. So I'm like, okay, and it said, dear Corny, um, please forgive me, blah, 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 I'm sorry, but I was already in love with somebody else or dating somebody else, blah, 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 and you understand that I just only want to be friends, blah, 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 blah. So, didn't I got kind of pissed off. So what I did was I got up, I walked right back over there to where she was. You know, I was kind of hurt behind it because the simple fact that everybody that I tried to talk to on campus, you know, either they kind of let me down some, you know, either kind of, you know, and it was understandable because, you know, and I, at the time I didn't understand that, you know, with me being older than everybody else, you know, and a lot of people didn't understand the, the simple fact that I was older than a lot of people on campus and that I just had to remember that I am an older person, an older student than who I was dealing with on campus. And a lot of, you know, a lot of people on campus weren't, you know, weren't my age. I think there was only one other lady, and I think she was like 30-something on campus. So she was a lot older than me. But I didn't, you know, it wasn't one of those things where I wanted to pursue that either. But anyway, so she basically told me that she did not want to hurt my feelings, that I was this, and that she was in love with somebody else, and blah, 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 and dating somebody else. Didn't know who that person was. So I calmly, well, actually, I was kind of pissed. So I walked over to the, to, to the, uh, rec center where she was sitting there and I asked for my ring. I said, can I have my class ring back, please? And she gave it back and I was like, thank you. And I took off. So I went back to my dorm room. Um, certain things that I can't really express, but all I know is I was, I got kind of upset and I kind of lost it. And, um, I just lost it because I just felt like, you know, all this shit had happened and, and you know, I was trying to be good and she could have told me that from jump and instead of just, you know, letting me believe that 
I really made a connection with somebody there. And so I didn't think nothing of it. And I know where it got the fact that I got upset and everything. So I was calling her everything but a child of God. But once I calmed down, I went to sleep. No, after I did, you know, calm down, went to sleep. So we fast forwarding, fast forwarding actually, a little bit to the weekend. And I also had like a choice, you know, like I said, you know, I stayed on campus for for about a little while. And you know, that was I don't I'm trying to think how did I fit in with our with uh my friends that I met down there. But what was it? Sometimes I went, sometimes I didn't go. And I think this particular time I didn't go and hang with them. So or was that before? I can't even remember. But anyway. I'm sitting there in the dorm room watching Saturday Night Live on one station. Only one station could come on the TV. And I'm sitting there watching. And all of a sudden, I'm just sitting there watching it, not thinking of it, you know, just sitting on the edge of my bed. was probably trying to fall asleep or going to be falling asleep. So, so I'm sitting there and watching TV. All of a sudden, I heard a knock at my window, and I'm like, was that a knock? That's not a knock. So I kind of looked out, and I'm like, it was a nut. So I looked out and lo and behold, it was her standing outside my door window. So what I do is I get up, I throw my jacket on, I go, I go um go to the door. And I'm standing outside the dorm room and she was saying, Well, she was well, well. She was like, um, she was kind of upset because she was saying she thought it was kind of messed up because I guess the the girls, they stayed in dorms that were like a high rise. The girls dorms were like a high rise and the guys dorms were just, you know, you could access them through, you know, from the outside and the girls dorms, you had... Um, I guess she only had like the lobby area and, you know, and I was telling her, I said, well, we don't really have a lobby area and our, our, you know, we don't have, you know, our TV room is separate from where, you know, I guess in a dorm, girl's dorm, you know, it had a TV room, I guess in the lobby. I don't know. I didn't really know. I had never been over there. I didn't go in there. So. It was just the main fact that, you know, it was tripped out. It tripped me out because she's like, I never came over here. I never been in one of the boys' dorms. So I was like, well, I was like, well, you're not going to get that chance now. 
And she was like, well, she, you know, we was talking back and forth. And I was like, oh, so you mean to tell me, you know, I'm the constant clown. I said, so you mean to tell me? And then I walked because there was like a little area, little lobby. Well, not the lobby area, but just a little area, a little breezeway area to where the, the, the bathrooms, the shower was. And it was like three dorm rooms that was in that little area and we had to share you know the one bathroom and and the showers and everything like that so we i'm sitting up there and i kind of opened up the door and i was like so you mean to tell me that you know you have never been and then i kind of opened up the door and then what she did was she ran past me in the door and i'm like oh shoot well, I didn't say, oh, shoot. I said, oh, shit. So I was like, no way. No way. I was like, no, nothing ain't inside the door. Not inside the door, my door. But she was like in the outside. So I'm just praying. I had to say to myself, I'm like, oh, Lord, I hope and pray. I hope and pray that uh Oh, I forgot the door. The guy that was the head of the, the men's norms. And I was like, well, I hope he doesn't come around. So I was like, well, I said, well, why don't you eat? I said, well, while you're here, you might as well come on in. Then. So she came in. I took my jacket off, hung it up, and it was kind of dark in the room. I had, um, you know, we had a sink in our room. And it was like a illuminating over the, you know, I had a little fluorescent light over it and everything. So, so she was like, so which one is your bed? And I was like, well, my bed is over there near the wall, against the wall. So she came in and laid down and she said, I want a massage. So I was like, okay. So as she was laying there on her back, you know, I was just kind of, rubbing her back and everything and I was just as I was doing all of that you know with me being a young man uh this let just say that um things had um gotten kind of um to the point where you know it was like when she turned over things got kind of a little serious there you know we made out a little bit then I thought maybe well I thought well I could do this if we do this then and if uh, anybody finds out I'm in trouble you know if they you know if the powers that be found out I'm in serious trouble because I didn't have fifty dollars to give to her and you know she was in jeopardy of losing her scholarship and going back home so what I did was I said I stopped her and I said I can't do this and she asked why I was like because I, I just can't do this and I said I got my reason but you know, we just say that um, if I could cut diamonds, I could have. 
I'll just leave it at that and, you know, just picture that. Just throw that out there. So she stayed for a little while longer and she left and she went back to her dorm room and I kind of made, um, I was kind of kicking myself because I didn't do anything. But then I thought about it, and I was like, it was the right thing for me to do. And once I look back in retrospect, I kind of look back, and I kind of say to myself, if I could have kicked myself, my younger self, I would have done that. I would have done that. Because I would say that it was a missed opportunity. But then again, it wasn't a missed opportunity. Because, remember when I said that I was just didn't want to put um, things in jeopardy. And as far as, you know, it was like I had to really, really kick. I was starting to kick myself because after she left, I turned the TV off and I laid down in bed and I was going to sleep. So after she had left, she had left. And I would say 20 to 30 minutes later, my door flings wide open. I look up, and it's the guy that was the dean of the dorm, dean of the men's dorm. He comes in, he looks at me while I'm laying in bed, he looks underneath my bed. He still looks at me, he looks in the closet, and he walks out. Have a good night, and walks out. So, I guess it was something that he thought maybe I had had somebody in there, or he could not prove it, or I don't know what was going on, and I didn't ask to this day. I don't know what it was, but I had... um, saw that she was on Facebook. So what I did was I gave I had um I had messaged her a long time ago and I told her I said, remember that night that you came into my dorm you came up in my dorm room about twenty to thirty minutes later after you left, the the such and such had came in and and um was looking for it. I was just looking around to make sure that I had, had didn't have anybody in there. They kind of got it. She kind of got a kick out of that, and she kind of laughed. So I don't know what she's doing to this day. I guess uh, last time I saw her on Facebook, she had a um, collar. As a matter of fact, it looked like she was either um, she's either a or. or ordained minister or or um yeah i guess she's an ordained minister and it kind of shocked me and she still looked the same uh, other than her skin was her skin's a little darker and she's a little bit older but she still had that same smile but i say that she you know in my in my mind in my heart of hearts my 24 year old self had said to them to to itself that we 
kind of thought, you know, for for if if I was to go back in time, I would always say that that was something to something that we can't um, something that um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. But all I know is it was it was a great memory and it um it kind of chokes me up to this day. And the only other person that knew about this was my homeboy um Antonio um Antonio and I didn't tell nobody else. He was the only one that that I told and Thank God he kept the secret. He didn't. He didn't say anything. At least I didn't think he said anything. But um, but his roommate Jake and um, yeah, his roommate Jake. I think he knew about it. I don't know. But he didn't ever say nothing to me. So maybe he just didn't didn't say anything. So I didn't really think about it. I didn't really, you know, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really think about it. He didn't really say nothing. So I guess what whatever was never told. I guess it was never, never, it'll never come to light. I guess. But uh, up until now, that I am telling everybody about it. So. Busted, but hey, whatever. It's my show. I can do whatever I want. But anyway, this has been the Kearney Dwayne Palmer's Pod Show Podcast PBCDP. <laughs> I would thank you. I would thank you. I would thank you. I would thank you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens, dogs and cats. I mean. But anyway, I would just like to say I thank you for listening to me. Um, you love the one you live with. Uh, live with the one you want to live with. Do whatever you want to do. Whatever makes you happy, be happy. I know that there's a pot of gold for me. All I have to do is just believe. Pointer Sisters, Neutron Dance. Listen to the song. It's a very good song. All right. Take care, y'all.